0: Day 19. Belief is having the courage to speak and the patience to listen. I feel the need to pen a chapter on belief precisely because our current concept of it is not right. We treat belief as it is private, thing where we do to hold certain opinions and silently reject everything that doesn't align with them. Holding such beliefs is a low-risk way of having well-defined opinions, Belief is something that moves you, and for some things to move you in ways that matter, it has to move you enough to publicly profess what you think. I believe that any belief you hide from those whose opinion you care about isn't a belief. It's a hypothesis. Just like a kid who is unsure about the answer, doesn't shout it out in class while the one who believes he is right does. A true believer is comfortable saying what he believes. This must make many readers pause, because have you treated your belief in Jesus as a hypothesis? I want you to start talking about God, religion, and church with as much comfort as you talk about clothes you like. Science comes from doubt. Don't let your doubt over others spill into your belief in our savior someone once said don't let the people who didn't die for you become a higher priority than the one who did with that said i don't want you to force your beliefs on anyone around you a chocolate cake tastes amazing but when you force feed it to someone who is fooled you only make them throw it up and they definitely don't get to enjoy it faith in him is a gift so, do not make others reject it because of your attitude. Let people desire it by the way you carry yourself. When I say you must be a public about your belief, I mean you should not be hesitant to associate yourself with Christ. Talk about your relationships with God and your faith in Him. Don't have any shame about it. That's the essence of belief. Wouldn't my friends not want to hang out with me? You might wonder. If your openness is one way, then sure, they will feel like they have to distance themselves from you. Many churches preach that this is all right. I don't believe it is. Antonio T. Smith, a friend and mentor, deals with people on all, all faiths. He's very open about what he believes, and he lets people express and stand on their beliefs. As a result, Antonio has attracted a following spanning millions of people. If he can have Hindus, Muslims, sheikhs, and Buddhists follow him, why being openly, while being openly Christian, you can keep your friends close while being open about your beliefs. Just remember, let them be open about what they believe and they'll be okay with you standing by your beliefs. Those who love in silence or to silence the oppression you will be afraid of it. Truth be, leave, It has to, the courage to speak and the patience to listen. Today is the day that you start cultivating that. So ask one of your friends about his or her beliefs. Listen to them and then let them know whether you agree or disagree. Don't try to prove anything. This will allow you to be open about what you believe without receiving pushback. Day 20, the significance and reality of Jesus. On paper, Christianity is the fastest growing religion. Today, we go beyond the title of Christianity on the levels of Christian and explore the reality of Christ. One does not need to be a Christian to realize or recognize that Jesus exists. There is historical data and archaeologists have found multiple locations referring to in the Bible. Unlike King Arthur, who was first mentioned 500 years after his supposed passing, Jesus is mentioned in historical accounts of the time when he walked the earth. If Jesus exists in reality, was he just a man later elevated by legend? We believe he is the Son of God and performed miracles in no metamorphical scenes, for he had the physical ability to heal, love, and sacrifice beyond human comprehension. It is important to separate faith and knowledge. The gap that is meant to be filled by faith will never be filled by knowledge. Now, we can see historical accounts of Jesus. Not so long ago, atheists denied every amount account in the Bible as fiction, but upon uncovering the remains of the pool of Bethesda where Jesus healed the paralytic, you know, a place atheists previously said didn't even exist they have shifted their stance now and they stay by the pool and they say the pool exists but the book that referred to it thousands of years after was buried just got lucky as you may have realized atheists will be convicted to any new position by learning more about Jesus that's because knowledge is a tool not the goal Whereas faith is the goal, not the tool, what is chemistry? It is a pursuit of leveraging chemicals for our betterment. All knowledge in chemistry is meant to further us along this journey. Similarly, physics is our attempt to uncover the law that governs material processes so we can use them to make our lives longer and more convenient. All nature or all knowledge is required with an intent. That is why whether you find Jesus or not, doesn't really depend on the amount of knowledge that you have, but your intention and what you intend to believe in the Son of God is faith. So why do people try hard to refuse Jesus? I believe it's because of low self-esteem. It requires a lot of self-respect and belief that one is worth saving. If someone does not have enough self-esteem and thinks negatively of him or herself, it is impossible for him or her to fathom what the Son of God sacrificed himself to save them. Your guideline for the day is to stop arguing on the basis of knowledge and material facts in order to prove Jesus. Instead, work on raising people's self esteem by treating them with respect and kindness. When people love themselves enough and believe they are worthy of God's love, they open themselves up to Christ. You must be patient. This also applies to yourself. If you have faith in the Lord, be thankful, but in your faith falters every now and then. Work on raising your self esteem so you can get steadfast in your belief. Day 21 learn something different and it will make all the difference. Positive progress is a result of accommodation and accommodating the change. Today we will uncover the philosophy of appreciating differences and the one thing that makes us all different. But first, let's discuss what makes people cling to the same. If you're if you notice, most resilience in your life comes from insisting on keeping things the same. How helpful is that? Of course, this only frustrates you because things never stay the same. By resisting change, you might block the possibility of blessings God is sending your way. Your resistance may also delay the fruits you seek. If you become more open to change, you can make sure the change is positive. People resist change because they believe that when they have their best, they can get Even though supposedly unhappy with their circumstances, they believe their horrible situation is the best thing that they have. Self-esteem determines so much in life. At least learning about this can encourage you to raise your self-esteem. But around people and be around people who elevate you. If you have shared this book with your friends and they have read up to the previous chapter, they're working on their self-esteem as well. This will bring about a collective positive. While you learn about the taxes inside incomes and create a positive difference with each piece of knowledge, I urge you to learn more about Christ. Learning anything different about him leads to a positive leap. And these instantaneous leaps can heighten your spiritual experience in life. Jesus needed alone time. For a long time, people have been boxed into extrovert or introvert categories. Our personal experiences, social life shows that it is impossible to always be company of solitude. A comforting fact about Jesus may help you understand yourself better. Jesus needed to withdraw from the crowds to reflect the peace and solitude. Aromas Clave, Crave is cited as one of the locations where he would spend such periods. In your life, you can make social detox a thing and drive the benefits of superior mental process and inner peace. Jesus was considered a radical. Now, if you feel like you don't fit in with the times, fret not. At his time, Jesus was seen as a radical for taking and talking to sinners, having conversations with women. Moreover, there's the fact that he let people pick grain on the Sabbath. Don't let others' judgment define who. In how you conduct yourself. Do what you believe is right, and you will go further than you will while seeking everyone's approval. Jesus asked what he need, what he wanted. Whenever you find yourself suffering in silence, remember that the Lord's process, his thirst multiplies time when he was going through the six hours of agony and taking away the sin, knowing that the Roman soldiers were no allies of him, he still professed his thirst. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. And two quotes noted by biblical scholars who find themselves to fulfill prof- prophecy is also worth noting that Jesus even in his most vulnerable was able, able moment did not did what was in his control to get into the best position. He professed his thirst. He has he had his lips moistened and while the little moist of strength proclaimed it is finished, you have no reason not to ask for support to help now that you have the example of the Lamb of God. Today you've learned three lessons but this day is meant for you to start the practice of learning more about Christ. There is a treasure trove of insightful knowledge about him, and everything you learn about him makes a difference.